wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, guys. Five thirty-nine. How's it going, Scotty? How's it oh. growing, going, going, growing? Oh, it's going good. Going good. Having a good time today, dude. How about yourself? You know, hanging in there, hanging in there. Um, I've got my volcano kicking here shortly, so we'll see if uh, you can't be discriminating against tokers. I know how you like to be all, you know, audio production. My volcano's a little crackly. Crinkly, you know, crinkly. Not, not too bad, though. Can you hear that at all? No, no, it's actually fine. <laughs> it's not affecting audio quality at all, sir. No worries. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll creatively use my mute button as I toke down. But the idea here with the breakfast bowls, you know, We'll take it right into that. And I'm hitting on this volcano. I put lemon G hash in Evolve Volcano. And that did it brought me back, man. I forgot. I didn't forget, but to have how smooth the volcano is smooth as shit. And oh, listen to the show, beautiful. you know how I like to put them in the fridge too sometimes. Yep. So you get that, you know, not ice cold, but cool vapor hit. And I mean, that is as far as the least, you know. A way to harm your throat. I dig it. Opposite of taking a big old bong and getting that uh, that huge cough. But would, shout out. You would think so, man. But I, I got to see some kind of scientific testing, man. Because I've OD'd on the on the volcano before, and it doesn't give you that deep lung cough, but it gives you like this weird tickle in your throat, and you got like kind of a, a very steady cough, and you're like, okay, I got to. You can't do too much of that. There ain't no free lunch, man. <laughs> Everything so in moderation, sir. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> I used the plenty a lot, which is very similar, but without the bag. They kind of re-engineered it without the bag. It uses a coil. Um, God, dude, the flavor pl- profiles, though, versus burning a bowl for me. So like that much better. Yep. It's like lemon, lemon to me versus when you burn the leaf, which I'm not against burning bowls, people know. But this tastes so much more like a almost like a, a, a food product. You well, know think, what I mean? Like, think of the difference. Between it. Think of the difference between lighting something on fire and bubbling it up to bubble off the essential, you know, the essential vapors. I mean, of course, one's going to smell a lot different. Yeah. You, you're not burning the, the hemp, you know, or whatever it is, the fiber. I'm addicted again. We're going to have to figure this out for the show. I'm going to have to have a mute button that's like remote. Anyway, it'd be cool, got, it'd be cool if Stories of Bickle sponsored us, man. They could give us some of their, uh, what's, what's the new one? The Plenty? I would loan you my Plenty, but I will not, sir. You must know, get your German. Own, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they could. Yeah, I got I got my last. Yeah, I'll send them an email. I'm fairly German last name. They'll listen. Yeah, got there it. you go. It's fine. Come on, me brother. Anyway, man, breakfast bowl. I am smoking something. I'm, I'm going to knock out what I'm smoking and executive producer at the same time. Cause mm. thanks. Thank you, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner sometimes sends some cool folks over. He's been learning how to use Instagram bear grown. What's up, brother. How's it going? I'll tell you in about 30 seconds, bear grown. What first off, lo- local grower hanging out, man. What's awesome. up? Great to be here. Thank you. What yeah. am I smoking? My friend, give me a little, uh, 30 second rundown. Uh, the strain is called crinkle. It's a, uh, strain my partner got um it expresses a lot like chem foreign growth smells just like grapefruit um on the cure you'll pick up a lot of ammonia death terps whoa man ammonia death man that sounds (laughs) like my 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 old uh, metal band back in the day man Some of my favorite will get you up and going. You know what, man? I feel a little bit different, man. It's going through my eyeballs, man. <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice of you to come hang out in the studio there, Bear Grown. Now you understand that what goes on behind the scenes is no different than what goes on on the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Nice, man. What are you up to, man? You're on Instagram. What, what, you, uh, what are you, are you breeding? What are you doing, brother? Bear Grown on Instagram. Um, I'm part of the Landonair Genetics team, and... Just kind of stay quiet, breed, and um, family man. Uh, I like the land races. I've got a Laos and a Malawi and working with some Colombians and uh, some Vietnamese and always searching. Wow, man. Right on. I remember that was one of the first exotic strains I was ever introduced to. The guy that taught me how to grow in 1990, 91, all over, went all over the world. He was looking for a land race varieties. I remember he's like, this is my Vietnamese. He was all (laughs) proud of it, man. Vietnamese black or the Delout. Yeah, man. I remember he was all excited about that shit, man. Oh, yeah. Take it to space. 
Love it. Love it, man. What's the name of that strain one more time? This is the crinkle. The crinkle. Makes me feel a little crinkly, man. The word crinkle. It's funny. Sometimes words are like, uh, what do they call them? Not keywords, but like active words in your brain. To me, the word crinkle is primus, the song Mr. Crinkle. That's all I think of. You oh. know what I mean? It's kind, of, it's kind of how it rolls. He got his own strain named after him. That makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway. I like it. <laughs> Word. Well, let's see uh, what the DGC smoking on here, man. Over on DudeGrowth.com. You guys can kick it on the latest. Get your own dank nugs. And this is Ghost Ship number two. BX or is that B-Cross? A back-cross, yeah. man. That's a back-cross back right there, there man. <laughs> Dude. Come on, after like three or four years of this shit, I'm finally catching on, you know? Colorado Seed Inc. Um, posted by none other than Johnny. So yeah. this is this That's right, y'all. His name is Johnny. This picture is sick, man. And it's before I even read the short description, I'm looking at a bud that's just beautifully purple, covered in trikes, just I would, you know, I wouldn't say, would you just give this your 10 out of 10 just by looking at it, Scotty? Or uh, I mean, you haven't smoked it yet, but. I would put it in a pipe and smoke it, that's for sure. So here we go. Well, this was grown Catton style under a thousand watt Hortolux Super HPS. Beautiful flowers and some of the finest I've ever seen or had. Pure medicine for me. Thanks, DGC. And I like that as a kind of a throwback to our, some of our early shows. You know, we definitely had plenty of, uh, you know, Tyler from Hortolux up on the show and just showing that, you know, when you're changing out them bulbs every six months, it's not like HPS. I don't know. I've said it's dead, but then I see somebody like put this up and it's like it's growing the dank, man. Yeah. It and ain't there's dead, so much man. of that equipment out there still running. Sure. So I get it. I get sure. it. We're thinking about making an HPS sculpture. I've got about 10 hoods that we're cleaning up out of an old place. Thinking about making something. If any, any of you artists out there, let me know, man. Thinking something we can light on fire you, or something. You at the cleaning end. up an old, 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 old grow. Yeah. And you're bringing over the dumpster. And I was thinking in my head, I didn't have time to tell you, but I hope a lot of that old grow is going in the dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> we're thinking don't about bring just, it to the new grow. It's irrelevant. We're thinking about just leaving it on the front curb just for fun, just to see what people say when they drive by, maybe set up a camera and see people's reactions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Yeah. That's That's Colorado style, man. Oh. That's the picture I took of some house I drove by the other day that had a, had a hood sitting out front, leaving yes. on the garage and the window air conditioner up there in the bedroom and then a vent out the other window like the whole front of the house was a dead fucking giveaway it's like oh Fuck my God. yeah i love it I love anyway it. all right thanks for the dank nug there and that's a thousand nugs man that is uh ten dollars in real cash over dgc shop man check it out we got stickers burn packs nutrients all kinds of shiz uh potsy weeder been working on updating that shit over there so check out on dudegrows.com the dgc shop yeah and when dude says real cash he means real cash not real cash yeah, yeah, you're, brand, you're, you're branded cash, That's I guess. Right, man. Exactly. Don't try to dig into the store or the bank. Speaking of cash, I don't know. I don't know if I'm speaking of cash. Let's do, I want to laugh a little bit here because I did find in another way to get nugs, 250 nugs per meme, um, is this one, both of them, Gwen Green Thumb here. Dude, Gwen uh, Green Thumb is cracking me up, okay? This is this is was just such a funny one, man. Come on, bust it out, dude. <laughs> this chick looking at her phone, freaking and says when they cancel school during harvest time. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. I mean, is there a I mean, chick more hardcore than me? What's going on here? And I, it just depends on what, like, obviously, whatever. It's not a huge deal for me. I mean, I mean, I don't make my kids trim. I'm in a secured, locked away area. Did you just say but I that- don't make my kids trim? You are fucking progressive, <laughs> man. Holy shit. I always <laughs> so- wonder what 2018 would be like. I know what it is now. Wow. Huh. I didn't declare. I said, I don't. That's cool. <laughs> that's very, that's very cool of you, man. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, it's part of my normals. Whatever they know, you know, I told it's too valuable. They, they just they pick grow. off the bottom leaves, man. You know, <laughs> it does depend where you're at, man. You can have your in prohibition land and you have a younger child that accidentally slips up. What does your daddy do? Oh, he has this room with lights in it and a lot of plants. And you know what I mean? Like, you got to be careful. So I get it with this meme. Anyway, let's go to the next one here, which is uh, the ridiculousness of is this photoshopped or, you know, what do you think here? Of what the- is it? Guru? Uh, come on. Young buck, man. We need some help here, man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that I mean, is too pretty to smoke. That is that jewelry or is that a joint and then it looks like it's just got shatter all along the top of it and then like a coil of uh concentrate just wrapped all down it it's like a a coil like embroidered like perfectly wrapped and twisted to look like a perfect pattern something that looked like that before it's pretty awesome Uh, you make it like halfway through 
That's I, weird looking, man. I mean, that is art. I mean, I guess I'll smoke it. You're saying I won't. <laughs> I give, I'll give it that. You know, there are, you know, this is it. Some people like to tie flies, you know, and yeah. I, I, some people like to tie and make unbelievable the connoisseur uh, caviar blunt. Yeah, you know, I just had like a change of heart, man, a paradigm shift in the middle here. Like, this is cool. Like, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of a little bit wasteful, I guess, or a lot wasteful, but. Depends on how much is you got. It is cool. Or how many people you're trying to get high. If you're not a grower and you just, and you love cannabis, dude, this is certainly a celebration of cannabis right there. I mean, holy shit. Maybe you're just going to that party and like this is instead of like you're, you you want to get laid because of the J you bring, man, not because of like the bottle you bring. You know what I mean? So yeah. I dig. I, I, wear, I, I smoked that joint and I have a shirt on that says I got every color Adidas ever made. See what happens, man. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. What do we got before we get into what's growing on? Oh, another, another reminder while it is going, the auction. Go to dudegrows.com and just click on that eBay auction and get one of the most exclusive mammoth pea hats there is in the world. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> help, help support out uh, uh, the studio here. we got to get some more equipment. Uh, I know just from hearing you guys chat today, I think we need one more set of headphones. Guru needs a new computer soon enough. And uh, appreciate it. We're just trying to raise a little funds by giving back with uh, an auction over on eBay. Or not giving back, but trying to get some with a cool hat and get some support. So appreciate it, guys. Sucks that everything costs money, man. It all comes down to money, doesn't it? Mm, no, not all of it. I know. I was actually, so, don't even get me. What's growing on? I'll start off with it, man. Wait, hold me back, bro. Hold me back. I'll hold you back because I got <laughs> to shout the Ramo Nutrients, man. Ramo Brands. I want to encourage people. Well, for, for one, they're always up to shit. And I just found out the strain Ramo Chemo um, from DNFM is in high times, top 10 strains of the year. Uh, and there's a good write-up in there. Go over to, uh, he explains it as well. Uh, he's always active on his YouTube channel. If you just want to crack up and this trip to um, Jamaica where he's smoking freaking pound blunts and all this shit's another reason just why I like um, Ramo because he's in the culture man brings the culture to us always really active over on his YouTube he's firing his grow back up he's got some really good instructional videos over there um, that's another reason he's right up in the cannabis scene and that's Love the it. kind of people we like to work with so check Agreed. him out Ramo um, urban Overall, or just go to Rainbow Nutrients. You can link to all the stuff over there from their page, and I'm firing up my grow with them right now. So we'll keep you updated. Love it, man. All right, yeah. now let's see what's growing on with your hold <laughs> into it. I just was thinking, I you know, I'll cruise Facebook. That's like the only social media I do. I'll see what people are up to, and I saw like the douchiest thing. I started making a post about it, then I, I stopped myself because it was a Rolex rent-to-own place on Facebook. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? So so you put a down payment down, I guess they charge you outrageous interest and you rent to own a $20,000 or $25,000 watch that makes you um, seem like you're wealthy. Hey, it's no interest if you paid off in six months. Are Come you sure, now. man? I don't, I don't, I didn't even, I just like got douche chills and I was like, dude. And then I was like, I, cause I started to repost it. I was like, dude, uh, you're, you're a douchebag if you wear a Rolex. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Does wearing a Rolex make you a douchebag? Yes, I know, pl- yes, it does. I, I know plenty of people that wear Rolexes, man. And a lot of them are just, I said that to my wife of all people who's pretty hippie <laughs> and she was like dude some people I think she got like an uncle that sells exotic cars he sells Lamborghinis for a living it's like you know you gotta play the part sometimes I guess so it just kind of got me scratching my head man you know how, how I think uh, yeah I mean unless if you're sorted right you know because this ties into my <clears throat> 13 year old kid wants a gold chain all of a sudden right I don't I, I haven't chain, influenced man? that at all I'm like what like, what the hell do you want a gold chain for? You got everything else on lockdown? That's where I come from, man. So, like, if you're sure, you're successful in life, you like nice, nice things, you want to buy a, a real expensive-ass watch. Now, if you're making car payments, right, and then you go buy a Rolex as well, I, yeah, I kind of think you're a dumbass. I mean, or, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're totally set, sure. Kind of a waste of money, definitely. Um, so, I will lean more towards it does make you a douchebag. Um, unless you're a baller, right? And then you're cool. Yeah, it certainly doesn't make <laughs> you one, but I just, it just, it just made me think. And then for, you know, I, there's a double edged sword where you're like, well, you could have taken that $20,000 and helped people with it, you know? And then it's like, you're kind of a douchebag if you think that $20,000 is going to change the world, too, you know, that, that you're, that you're going to be able to change the world <laughs> single handedly with a little bit of money. You know, that's kind of a, a, a narrow thought, oh, too. Oh, well, that sounds like a person's excuse there. What am I going to do? Change the world? 
<laughs> I just wonder. You know, so you then know? they just don't give anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it was just an interesting thought. I was just, like I said, was, yes, was if just you're renting on that. to own, it definitely makes, let's just leave it at that. If you're yeah. renting to own fine jewelry, kind of a D bag. The Rolex rent to own wants to sponsor the Dude Grow Show. <laughs> Come on, for April Fools, that'd be the best. <laughs> Shit. Hey, I got something cool that I found on social media. I'm friends with Mr. Soul on social media. And all of a sudden, he's got, you know, he's, he's doing some testing and he goes, I've got G13 by Genius Seeds. And we're looking for a couple testers. And I got in on that. And just, tell him to come hang out. He still hasn't told his yeah. story on air, has he, about why he has green uh, green nails? I didn't. I, th- I thought he came on the air. He didn't tell that story on air. I don't know. Maybe okay. he did. Maybe he didn't. And he should come hang out again, though. He's great deal. on the show. Cool cat. Very cool guy, man. He'd been really friendly to us. And, and yeah, we are going to hang out. Absolutely. He's another guy that you know, lives off the land. I should say lives on some land and kind of just watches the animals move. And, you know, we're just fascinated by that. Fascinated how this whole soil cycle works and the, the natural process of growing, you know, these beautiful plants. You there? Did you end on that? I did. Usually people just, are like, oh, that's a very interesting thing you said there, Scott. <laughs> wow. So abruptly. Let, let me stew on I that. Thought dis- I thought you got distracted. Right, or here's the shit where you just don't say anything afterwards. Ready? I was cruising through, I think, the internet, and it asked a question on, about uh, Freddie Highmore. And I'm like, Freddie Highmore? That is the best. If I was going to go to Hollywood and pick a fucking, st- you know, just a fake name, I'd be like, I want to be Freddie Highmore, please. <laughs> you know, that's fucking awesome. I like Freddie Highmore. I'm a good. fan. You just like in the news stories we've covered, where right? I swear they just use, you know, fake names to just be, you know, s- Stevenson High or more or whatever. There's been some funny ones, but regardless, yeah, that's a good one, man. Type of actor, I believe. I'm sure he's never been hassled. I like it, man. I like it. (laughs) And dude, I I just got to say, man, over Christmas, I got the Pixel 2. And it has a fucking translate button. So you can now just hold your phone up and talk to people in another country in another language. Wait, man. Google Google Pixel also makes head like wireless headphones you put in <laughs> and they translate in real time for you. So you can be like talking to someone in a different language and you talk and then they'll play so the other person can hear what you're saying in their language. It's ridiculous. I'm saying it's a little trippy, man. I'm saying that it's so all- no more need to learn foreign languages. You can just talk through your phones. Right. That's yeah. very romantic. I think it's a trip, <laughs> man. I want to go. It's just time to travel the world, man. Oh, I love it. Just, I, I, I like it. it you it, can find it, out you have a big head all over the world, dude. Well, how about we throw that into potentially how to be a douchebag traveling the world, relying on your Google phone, <laughs> talking you at people through your phone. I love it. You're going to get some looks here and there for lack of effort on your part. Love but it. what, what the pixel two is that the, their next phone? How long did you have the first one? The pixel one's pretty damn new. I think Scotty, you say it's an average of a year and you kill phones. It's about a year, man. Unfortunately, the pixel never worked good. I have to switch. I'm in the sticks here. So I got to switch between Wi-Fi and regular calling and God forbid you ask a, a fancy phone to do that, man. No way. But wait a minute, weren't we just calling people potential douchebags for renting to own jewelry? But don't almost all of us at one point almost rent to own our phones? This phone's Deep a thoughts. tool. A phone is a tool that that uh, connects me with, with the rest of the it world. Cool. So it's a huge uh, advantage for me to have a phone, a gold yeah. chain. Yeah. I don't know what that does for me, brother. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, I feel you. I feel you there. Yeah, all man. right, I'm a little grow with that. I'm looking at uh, Mephisto Genetics was recommended to me for uh, by somebody. What's up? They're, that's an autos, right? Yeah, auto flowers. Right. I'm looking at their auto flowers. I'm wondering if anybody in the crew you can comment up on YouTube or whatever has any recommendations from the Festo or if has experience with them. That's who I want to get into. Um, and like I said, dude, I'm stuck. Well, one, I've never grown them. Uh, two, I want to do like you like to do like I'm just gonna try you know the plant you did in your greenhouse like right. the least effort possible. See what we can get, you know. Um, try one over here just behind me in my office space under a closet case uh, and not, you know, I'm not going to try to control the environment much, do whatever. Sure. I was just, about to, you know, I don't have to worry about the light cycle and see what you can get from just like somebody. And I'm going to try, maybe try and do it in a soil or I don't even give it any nutrients. Um, so minimal effort try. I'm excited for that, you know, to see what you can get just off. Can you get off of 140 watts your personal stash with a pack of six autos throughout the next, you know? You know, harvest, you know, a perpetual amount. I bet you you can be pretty damn easy. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised by those as far as like a gateway to get to give, a, you know, growing a try. If you're on the fence, I mean, autos are pretty cool. 
I think it's where once, yeah, prohibition keeps falling full. You're going to see more and more of that, even like grow kits, you know, all in one, you know, how much would they love it if legally, like, I think I've even um, discussed with somebody like, even if like if Ramo nutrients could put a seed pack in with their nutrient kit, right. like you're, you're given that person like, man, look, if you fail from here, cause sometimes one person's failure point can be just what they started with genetic wise. So well, no, and in the garbage future, in, garbage out. in the future, I almost kind of see breeders going towards auto flowers more just to protect their genetics too. Because if you have something really good and then you do years of a breeding project to get that and then you just basically give it away when you sell a pack of seeds to someone that they could in turn take that and do their own. If you do that with auto flowers, it's a lot harder to do that. We're just trying to reverse engineer from an auto. Just genetically modify it, man, so it can't make seed. No problem. (laughs) I've seen it done, man. It's done already. What do you, uh, what do you got, man? Got anything right. else here and what's going I, on? I got one last thing, man. So I'm pretty psyched. Uh, Martin Lee, remember how I used to always uh, dig on that smoke signals book or I'd be always quoting smoke signals. Uh, I was reading it a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago. Uh, Martin Lee, the author uh-huh. of smoke signals is going to do an interview with us, uh, at the end of the week. So I'm kind of psyched about it. So I'm really psyched about it and I'm uh, doing a little bit of research and I'm thinking about this drug war. I was actually shaving this morning and I was just ran, random thoughts. I was thinking about the drug war and you know, somebody brought up this comment, but if you take cannabis, they need cannabis in the drug war. Cause if you take cannabis out of it and you just try to say, all right, man, well, how much money do we spend on, on the drug war? You know, billions and billions of dollars. And how many people do we incarcerate? Hundreds of thousands of people a year are incarcerated and our court systems are absolutely clogged up with this shit, you know? And now take, and you know, it's all because cannabis, Cannabis is a gateway drug and we got to keep it all up the streets. Cannabis is as illegal as anything else. Uh, if you take cannabis out of the picture and you say, well, how many you know people do I know that are heroin addicts? You know, how many people do I know that are cocaine addicts? It's like, I think they said it was like 2 million out of 400 million. So it's what's that like half a percent. And so now think, man, I'm spending hundreds, you know, I'm, I'm incarcerating hundreds of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of people and hundreds of millions or billions and billions of dollars for, you know, to, to for a half a percent, you know, basically for a problem that affects a half a percent, it don't work. You know, people be like, well, fuck you're that. Saying when you include cannabis and in it, increase the percentage yeah. enough to justify, then you're like, Oh no, 40% that, there's a part of that people- there actually is a problem. Yeah. Cannabis is a huge percentage of people use it and uh, it's a gateway drug and it'll get you. Yeah, but those the other things. Changing, it's a lie. Man. You see, you see people, as in without having stats off the tip of my tongue that the problem with opioids is be- becoming the norm. It's more people now know more people that probably have a problem with popping pills than than like our regular cannabis users. Yeah, like doctors are the gateway, as- man. The doctors are the one that get you hooked on that, that morphine type feeling. And then what happens when the doctor cuts you off? What do you think happens, man? Oh, I, my friend sells that same stuff in a powder form instead of a pill form. Guess what? You're a heroin addict, you know? <laughs> See, that's why... I told Scotty the other day I was hurting after snowboarding. I was like afraid. I was like, man, I'm hurting pretty bad. I think I'm, I should I take like a Advil or something to help me sleep. <laughs> and even, it, it makes me scared. Like you said, I'm like a pussy man because it's like, dude, what's next? I'm going to be starting to take more of those. And then I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the like, dude like questions himself before he takes an Advil. I like, I like that about <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> let's move on out of here. I hear your point there. I'm excited to have that cat on as yeah. well. An audio book, audio audible book is what's the book called? Smoke Signals, and it's it's a Smoke like signals. a social history of cannabis, and it is brilliant. I mean, it, it's probably 12 hours long. You just listen to it, and all the cannabis heroes I'm finding are coming out of there, and just you can really get an understanding of of you know why this why this plant has been treated the way it is, man. And it's very political. Right on. I'm excited to talk. I'm a, is it narrated good? Because I know you listen to it. I know sometimes it can be very it is. boring. I think he, he might narrate cool. it himself, but it is. It's narrated really good. You can listen to it. Very listenable. Smoke signals. And check it out on Audible. Sweet. Well, I'm going to remind some of the crew, some of you people listening, uh, how to, you know, always mention during the show how you can help out the show, getting your grow talk questions up over at dudegrows.com, um, which you have been much appreciated. Uh, we could never come up with all these different questions on grow and always love to get them on the show. So just go over to dudegrows.com and click on grow talk and uh, grow our questions, hook it up. Yeah. Well, as uh, if you guys are using products out there, you know how we like to try and hook up the crew, whether it's been throughout past time with source vapes or Hordelic bulbs or whatever we got going on. Uh, we don't know about all the equipment out there. If you guys are using something cool and want to let us know, I mean, hit us up. We'd definitely like to know. Um, you can do it over hashtag Dude Grows Show. Probably the best way to do it. Seems like IG's the way or hashtag Dude Grows um, doing everything. But regardless, uh, 
last one was uh, I always tell you people tell you I tell you people <laughs> you people <laughs> I would just like to remind everyone spread the word that's it man spread the word uh, we just got a bunch of stickers made actually to help spread the word we had to Scotty called me out man our old sticker design said marijuana cultivation on mm. it he's like dude Shouldn't it be cannabis cultivation at this point? It's like, oh, shit, you are totally right. We have evolved, <laughs> sir. We have evolved. <laughs> so we'll have a bunch of those available soon anyway. But regardless, that's what I got, man. What's What you got that's uh, that's social? Man, I was just checking this out. I thought thought this was kind of interesting. All right, that Albrecht oh, guy. Yeah, what's Go ahead. I can it? set it up if you want we, Come on. before we play this video. What's I just, yeah, this guy, basically what we're looking at, we're going to look at it as a horse poking its head through a fence, getting caught up, eating the grass on the other side. And this old school farmer Jim here, let's see what he has to say. There's a dumb animal for you. <laughs> Whole big pasture all to herself and she sticks her neck through a barbed wire fence. Day Very after PC. day, the same story. Go on, go on, get back where you belong. Go on, beat it. Smash oh, your head. Down. Go on. Go on, mashing my fence down, cow. Go Don't on. make me whip so, you in the eyes again. So why is this cow? What's your, why is the why is the cow enjoying the other side of the fence all the time, Scotty? Because there's <laughs> nutrition. There's different nutrition in that in that uh, grass over there. And so the there what this guy was studying was micronutrient deficiency. This was the guy that went all around the country and looked at the micronutrients that were in the soils all all over the different areas, the different regions of the country, and then studied like the dental records of students you know, of the children. And was like, dude, there's a direct correlation to micronutrient deficiency and their teeth and bones coming in wrong. You know, and it's like, you know, of course, that's you know, it's calcium. I guess calcium is actually a uh, more like a macronutrient for, for cannabis. But anyway, it was just interesting that, that, that he had, had put this together. And uh, what is this from the 50s? This, yeah. this, and they're all talking about it then. It's kind of funny how it got buried. And look, this, when you start this, it says a Phillips chemical production, you know, classic <laughs> yeah, old does. school form. So you're like, well, it's kind of funny that they you know, they owned Albrook. Phillips chemical owned Albrook and Albrecht and they kind of buried his it. So where you don't really see Phillips talking about this anymore. It's kind of buried. Very interesting. Yeah. And it makes, makes total sense. sense you think. Sure. It does. Animal wants animal would want to diversify its diet a little bit if it can, I believe, as far as getting different nutrition or it's, better nutrition. They just What's want up? to keep eating. If you're hungry, you know how sometimes you just want to fucking eat. You're like, dude, I'm just I just want to keep eating. I just want to open the fridge and look inside and grab what's in there and eat. Sometimes that happens I, to me. Yeah, and, when I'm growing, that happens. Yeah, I think to myself, man, I wonder if I'm micronutrient deficient. I wonder if my body wants something, just the smallest amount of something. And it's just I don't know what it is, but I'm looking and I'm just trying to to, to fill that void. You know, I think that's it's the theory totally that coming from. It's definitely true. I mean, when you're well balanced with whatever, you know, sometimes I take a liquid multivitamin or if you're eating raw, sometimes vegetables, fruits and stuff, you're not going to continue to search as much typically because you've fulfilled at least the, the what you need. That's what you're trying to say. Like the mandatory things your body wants and vitamins, vitamins and minerals. <clears throat> After that's fulfilled, I don't think your appetite searches as much, like you said, to just keep trying to eat to see is that that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, and if right. you're missing just one, you might be missing just one little uh, mineral that you need in very micro doses, and it's that's the one that's causing you to just want to fucking keep eating. It's kind of very interesting, I thought. Very. Well, let's take a break here, man, and uh, we will be back. Check it all out on Dude Grows. dot com and do the dudes search bar challenge. Just search something fun, man problem something you'd like to know uh it's a lot of information now and we actually have a pretty decent monthly payment to store all this information so take advantage it's uh, <laughs> definitely a wealth of knowledge and we'll be right back all right dude's very superstitious battles of massive on the wall very superstitious Does it work at all? For more weeks of flower And your buds are weak and strong Need for more weeks of good luck Till we're choking on the bone On that bone can feed them things that you don't understand just at the recharge. You grow the 
tank anyway. During the break, I was going to inflate my damn volcano bag again, but now I, I, just, I cannot win. I was using the mute button, and apparently that was causing technical difficulties. Does not so. work. The volcano is not. You know what? A bong is all right. A joint. A joint, <laughs> man. That'll get you going. Get I'm actually pretty good, up, man. Yeah. That volcano bag's the gift that keeps giving right now. So we'll just get into the news so we can stay on task. Yeah, So man. Bipartisan, and this is out of Forbes, Bipartisan Reefer Act targets Sessions <laughs> War on cannabis in high style. So I like this, man. We had uh, last week's uh, Representative Barbara Lee, Democrat, California. Right. Uh, introduced a House resolution. <laughs> resolution. Right. What's up? It's the Restraining Excessive Federal Enforcement and Regulation of Cannabis Act or the Reefer Act. Jesus, man. Know, those, awesome. those guys are good. You don't like man. it? Yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> I want to know if they ha- if they came up with the acronym first and then figured out words yeah. to put with it. They or- reverse engineered that bitch, man. Definitely. <laughs> well, this whole thing's trying to protect states and individuals in states that have laws which permit the use of cannabis and other purposes, and they're going, you know, trying to protect people on the rec side, medical side, and just basically saying, look, if the states, you know, have decided to do this, then the feds should be respecting it. So uh, including efforts to detain, prosecute, sentence, or initiate civil proceedings against an individual business or property that is involved in cultivation, distribution, possession, right. dispensation, or, <laughs> or the use of cannabis in accordance with the law. So this, like I said, that shit that Sessions did really is going to end up being polarizing. I yeah, mean, I it, think it's, so. It, it sparked, you know, it's going to be good. Hopefully, so. yeah, it's the catalyst for Congress to actually step up and do something um, just legit instead of it just being relying on a memo from the Justice Department. Yes, yeah, so and this is the, the congresswoman. Lines are leading. being drawn, that's for sure. This is the congresswoman. I'm going to give a shout out to the lead that commented in a statement, uh, the Democrat out in Cali. The federal government should respect the will of the voters in states that have voted to decriminalize cannabis. It's time to stop wasting taxpayer money on the failed war on drugs. Yes. And then she can Lee continued. I'm proud to introduce the Reefer Act. Now, some people had to just chuckle. Sure. <laughs> Which would prevent the attorney general and others in the Trump administration from stifling the budding cannabis industry. You like how she put budding in there, too? Hey, <laughs> the federal wink, government wink. chooses. It says at last, if the federal government chooses to interfere in these state matters, it's up to Congress to prevent this harmful overreach. So I'm digging it, man. If you guys want more info, just search up the Reefer Act. <laughs> yeah. You'd think the Reefer Act would be some bad, something really bad, right? Like, I like a negative it. thing. No, I like it. Man. That's what, but what's happening is, dude, you're, you're of voting age and, of, you know, you pay taxes. I pay taxes. There's a lot of guys that are, are, they're I'm just saying, like, if it's like, dude, the feds just came up with the reefer act. You'd I like, got oh, you. Shit, what's and guess that? what? Yeah. I might vote for whoever did it. Barbara Lee. Okay, cool, man. You're, I'm now a fan. You know, you can make fans yeah. of cannabis, you know, just, just the same way they do it with brewing. You know, if they're, what they, if they authorize a new brewery to come into town or something like that, or they give some kind of tax break for, for whatever. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah, bring the beer industry. I like that. More jobs, you know, and everybody's happy. You know, I'm that way with cannabis. I love the cannabis industry in Colorado. I think it paved the way for the cannabis industry in California, which is what the, the sixth biggest economy in the world. And I think it's on like butter popcorn. 
Yeah, definitely uh, <laughs> on like butter popcorn. Yeah, yeah, you got to try every now and again, you know. Do you make your own better popcorn? Because I make my own butter popcorn and the Whirly Pop, man. If you don't got a Whirly Pop. You're the kind of guy that that shows up with a a paper garbage bag at the movie theater. (laughs) Being like, there's no rules, Santa. I can't bring my own popcorn, man. (laughs) Show me the rules. I seen you. I know you. (laughs) Anyway, it's going to the cannabis attorney for sweet leaf bud tenders. This is cool. To dismiss felony marijuana charges. Come on. so four defendants facing felony charges are immune from prosecution under Colorado's Amendment 64. Attorney Robert J. Corey Jr. claimed, um, and I can go right to the point that I was bringing up as well, in the sales transaction, and it says a sales transaction was not defined in state regulations in effect prior to January 1st of this year. And that was the whole time that this investigation was taking place in 2017. Right. Prior to that date, the regulation stated a retail marijuana store and its employees are prohibited from selling more than one ounce of retail marijuana flour or its equivalent in retail marijuana concentrate or retail marijuana product during a sales transaction to a customer. Right. So when the new regulations took effect, Robert Corey is making the point that the definition was expanded. Um, of single transaction, which was imposing daily limits, but they never had daily limits in the prior shit. So to me, this is like an open, like, I don't even know. I would defend myself. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't be wise. How many bottles of Jack Daniels can you buy per day? By the way, what's the limit on that? This, that I hate this because, excuse me, the, this is a very, to me, blatant, easy look. There's nothing that said they couldn't do this. And I I know you're going to say, look, you got to have an attorney, but now they got to pay all this freaking money to have that attorney. But either way, go ahead. I know Rob Corey is like the biggest, you know, he's like the number one cannabis attorney in the state. He's got a big name and everything. Yeah. But maybe if it looks like they got Rob Corey Jr. So maybe they just hired his kid. And I could see that, man. I'm 500 an hour. My kid's 50. All right. He's 18 years old. He's pretty good though. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> this baby's wasted on you, man. What the hell, man? What I agree awesome. with what they go on in this case, man. It goes furthermore, the four defendants were harmed by the Denver District Attorney's Office when it released information to the oh, press, yeah. including unflattering mugshots and dates of birth, which is that pissed me off. Yeah. Um, they spent three days and three nights in jail. Um, and it says the number one priority is to have the charges dismissed so that these people can salvage their lives in the future. I hope they're going for some damages as well. I, I hate to do the alcohol comparison, but what about the bartender that knew you were drunk and just wanted $3 more for a tip and gave you your last two or three shots and then let you, and then didn't give a shit knew you were driving and got in your car and you, and, and you'd go, you know, weaving all over the road home, man, that person's fine, right? That person, you know, some guy crashes and kill, kills, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people the bartender's not responsible man they never go after them how the fuck yeah it's not it happens but yeah it's not commonplace it doesn't matter when you sit at a bar scotty it's commonplace that every single day people are wiping each other off the road wasted drunk driving that's commonplace is an absolute epidemic it happens because people that have alcohol problems that are regulars go to bars and get wasted and, and and then drive home and we do absolutely nothing to curb it but we're allowing people that that uh that that provide medicine or provide something that you can't overdose on. The more you use cannabis, the less it works on you. Um, those people are getting arrested and their, their, uh, you know, their, their information is, is dragged all over the press. That's terrible bullshit. And it's terrible discrimination. I hope it ends. Yeah, I feel it. it's even worse within the, the, you know, like I said, a bartender, the industry with bartending is I think the rules basically if somebody you feels, you know, incapacitated and they're drunk, you can't, have to, you have to cut them off. But if you sit down there and you've served them two shots and six pints and they still are talking to you just fine and not falling over in their chair, you can keep serving them. Like, sure. You know, after what, two drinks here, two drinks within an hour, you're going to be over the legal limit. Yep. Like you're going to be at that point eight or whatever. So bartenders are constantly, well, that you can just say, oh, I don't know how they got here. But anyway, it's interesting comparison. I, I feel you. Terrible comparison. The difference is lobbyists. The alcohol industry has lobbyists and a shitload of money and big giant factories, factories that have people that are at work you know, already established. And that's the only difference, man. If we can get there, you know, we can, we can have cannabis freedom or at least end this absolute discrimination that's happening. 
I'll say good luck to these uh, people. I hope you guys all get all these charges dismissed and hopefully some compensation. I know, um, you know, I heard it can be tough when you're going up against uh, the people that put on the investigation. They got a budget. They got shit to pay back. So they want to win in court, too. But that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Does anybody really give a shit about right, right and wrong there? Or do you just give about winning to get more budget? I don't know. It makes me want to go back to the Old West and just do a shootout or something. Yeah. Fight it out. Anyway. Yeah. Where's that book? I put a book out here. It's like Gold Gals and Guns or something. I'm like, yo, that's a good one, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Old West style right there. All right. What do we have here? We got to check out the the hashtags, man. Hashtag it up, baby. Whoa. Hashtags. Hashtag Dude Grow Show. And we got, which one are you on here? I'm checking out out, uh, Gwen Greenthumb here, man. She is uh, legit, man. She's putting it up. White Widow cross AK-47 shot from my mom's grow. <laughs> up in the hill in Vermont. Yes. Uh, just about ready to harvest this beauty. Looking pretty good. A little little bit of green in there for me still if you're just about to harvest. Next time, um, I, you know, some people say it still smokes great in a can, but I, I always like to see a faded plant at I'm harvest, s- I'm man. seeing a little yellowing in, in the little leaves bit. right there, man. So maybe just another day bit. or two. And, you know, and when it starts, usually it, it, it'll continue pretty quick. So maybe that thing will change. And, uh, but. Dude, I would smoke that. Absolutely. Hang that in my closet. Give me three days in my closet. I'll smoke it. All right. Let's see here. We got uh, next one up from Cannabomb. Cannabomb one. Yeah. AT number four, kicking ass and stanking like cherry pie. Jesus, you better have a can fan going with that thing. That'd be white. The cross of this girl is tarantula crossed with alien technology. Whoa. Next, I want to hear bread by dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful, bud, though, man. Well done, sir. It is. Uh, one more here. Hashtag dude grow show parchment underscore harvester. And we got day 31 on the purple kush. All right. Out in Massachusetts, man. Awesome. The guys are just just now getting rolling out there with uh, above ground growing, right? Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That is beautiful there. I think you got to be afraid. That's what they might take away. I think there's some news out in Massachusetts. You got to keep fighting for your rights to grow. All right. So, hell, we got a grow store check in. We got some grow talk. Can we, let, let, let's hear about it. Let's have it brought to you by New Millennium, guys. Take a listen. Just listen from Jaron himself when we be up here with some grow store check in and some grow talk. All right. Hey, DGC. This is Jaron from New Millennium Nutrients. Here to remind you, growers, about maxing your trichrome development in late flower with winter frost. You mean trikes on trikes. Winter Frost will develop a trichrome forest like you have never seen, compatible with any style or nutrient regime. NewMillenniumNutrients.com. <laughs> that one's pretty good, man. He nailed that one first time. Jerry's right. a professional, all right? Whatever that means <laughs> like, in the cannabis industry, it means, all right? He's a professional. Who's slinging the recharge, man? Yeah, let's, let's keep it local, man. Give it out to the Green Rooster over in Loveland, Colorado. Thank you so much, man. Nothing but love for you, man. Appreciate it. That is Shout a very cool store. Good knowledge base there. Um, go check it out. They got some recharge. Yeah, really smart crew hangs out there, man. All right. Who we got for the grow talk here? I'm kicking on the first one. Yeah, what you got? Um, hey, humidity. Yeah, it's a good conversation starter. Emery, or E-M-R-Y, 10. And it says, hey, DGC, how's it going? I have a five by five bathroom that I made the stand up shower, my grow tent. I love that, man. Having a drain in your grow is glorious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you ain't kidding. Which is about, th- so his grow tent, which is about three by three. <laughs> I was just thinking about when you walk, I've come home to my house before and there's just water coming out of my garage door and my front door. And I'm like, oh, it's just <laughs> like leaking down the driveway. And I'm like, oh, I fucked up. Man. You probably I even panicked up. a little more because you were running those soul frescas at that time. Maybe like not only did you have resis and whatnot, but you had liquid running across your thowies. Yeah. Let me get lights, liquid like, <laughs> water to cool my lights. It's just Scotty should be perfect oh, with that. Man. I ran the liquid there. lumens for a while, man. We got into it. We got into it. Let's get to get a half horsepower chiller and chill out these lights. Bitch. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so he has uh, two sour diesel clones, still less than six inches tall, and 20-gallon smart pot. I have, whoa, 20-gallon smart pot. Okay, yeah, that's going nice. big. I like, I like I that. I have the temperature dialed in at about 80 to 83 degrees, but my humidity is only at 20 to 25. So how can I raise without breaking the bank? 
So he's in a small spot, man. Three by three. Okay, but and, that's an advantage. If you're in a small spot, a three by yeah. three or a five by five, as long as you're not can and you have a twenty gallon smart pot, that's it's just a big moisture wick, basically. So the fact that you're only is so low, you know, twenty twenty five percent humidity means that you're losing air somewhere. That air that's wicking off that smart pot is being evacuated somewhere. So I would kind of take a look and see: Do you have a vent in there? Is there a, is there a vent that's just pumping dry air in all the time? I would think maybe limiting that would be something, but see where you're losing your air because you should have humidity you generating off that, that smart pot. Dude, I like Asmos Grows is going with like, just so, if you don't want to go buy one of those little ones, which in the end, I think he did that, mm-hmm. you know, little Vicks one from Walgreens. Right. He's like, you look, you're in a shower, man, plug your drain, put a little bit of water down there that can hang out. That'll help raise, you know, ambient humidity right. as well, which you like this. Um, if you have the space, you know, putting some low light, like some ferns or some other plants out lower, the more plant material you have, of course, the more humidity it'll create. Now that's not always an option for everybody, but, um, and then also if you're there, if you're home and you're in a shower, spraying your plants off. I mean, they love it. They love that shit. It's like they're getting a fresh rain, you know, make sure before you do this, it's nice to make sure your plants supported well, sure. especially if you have any flower weight, but I'll spray my plants off all the way up into about a month of, fl- of full flowering sure. and then I'll cut it out. Um, so that's another way to do it. Just if you're home a bit, three times a day, spray some fresh water around. It'll definitely raise it up. Yeah. But try to hold the, the, the air, try not to constantly be exchanging the air. It's okay to exchange the air once an hour, you know, a couple times an hour or something like that, but just try to balance it out where you're not constantly ripping the air and ripping the humidity that's coming out of that smart pot with it. I don't think it'd be too tough. I bet you can do it. Reminds me, I'll put a video out on my humidity situation. I have gone back to just dealing with ambient humidity in my grow, which is about 30%. Yeah, so low, man. I was rocking that badass humidifier, like literally one rated for a grow room, does up to like 400 square feet, shoots out a great mist. Right. But everything started to just get covered in both rooms because both rooms share air. Right. And like this fine film, the lenses on the lights, the walls, right. everything. And, and then I'm thinking, you know what? That means my plant leaves as well are, well, are going to have this coating. And it, it has to be basically, I don't know you chime in, guru, but the minerals, whatever is in my tap water getting atomized out and onto the surfaces. Um, hmm. But it was annoying as shit, man. So I cut that thing out, and I'm, I'll check out over on Dude Grows, Dude Grows YouTube. I'll throw up a video of it. It's pretty crazy. I love it. Love it. Sorry, man. I'm trying to get Mr. Soul to come on over, man. I'm trying, trying oh, to word, set word. that up. Yeah, it looks, looks like it could maybe make it happen. So I'm kind of getting psyched. Sidetracked here. I'll go into the next Grow Talk question here. Yeah. Uh, we have re charge like four a's in it posted by graham yeah hey guys. <laughs> thank you for everything you have done and will do for this industry i've followed you all for many years and done a lot so gracias i've had drained away systems with two plants that will be scrogged soon for flour um girl scout cookies look at that he said gsc but i know now <laughs> it's like you're in the industry or something Jack now will he say this one correctly what is it sir that's Jack Her, man. Jack Her. Wow, look at you. In ten gallon fabric pots, fed three times a day. Um, and he's been feeding hand watering in his recharge nice. once a week. Sounds okay. good. Because I was wondering if that's the way to do it with the reservoir drained to waste. So when he means reservoir drained to waste, guys, he's got whatever amount reservoir, thirty gallon trash can, fifty gallon whatever, pumps through his plants, goes down the drain. Right. Uh, so nothing recirculating because I really don't want to mess with organics in my res because of algae and crap. I feel I agree hundred percent. Like I agree one hundred percent. Don't do it. Don't start growing. Yeah, you'd stuff like to leave your can A and B res sit for a week or whatever. But once you mix in organics and shit, there's a whole other ball game. Exactly. Those things are meant to grow. They're meant to grow colonies, you know, or colonize. So you want to do that on the roots and, and in the rhizosphere. So goes, what have you guys done or heard of before with recharge and reservoir for cocoa core? Most of what I hear is has to do with recharge and soil, but I've learned what cocoa can do. So that's what I'm working with now. Sure. Thanks for all the help. And you work in the, and you're working the industry props guys, including a new pick of the, uh, grow week ago. And he goes, the lights were off. And that's why those top halo feeders are just looking the way they're drooping down at first. It's like, dude, that looks a little sad, but yeah, those are cool. Those are the hydro halos that he's using. Those things look kind of cool, man. I they like do. They, they give a universal, it's a universal mm-hmm. drip ring, man. Yeah. So that's one thing. If you're using soil, um, yeah, these things spread it around. 
Yes, agreed, man. All right, what is the question, sir? With recharge and cocoa, that's that's how I used to run it, man. I mean, recharge works yeah. awesome with cocoa. Recharge works awesome with salt. Bacteria work really good with salt-based nutrients, you know, which co you know the the can of A and B or you know the Dutch nutrients. That's a that's a salt-based nutrient. So, I think we talked about this on yesterday's show, but it works really good to hold those nutrients and deliver them to the roots. You know, right, yeah. Right bottom at, line is yeah. he's worried about saying he's hearing a lot of information for soil growers. Treat it the same. I mean. So cocoa is soilless, it's technically hydro, but as far as using recharges, your beneficials, there's no difference in how you're inoculating between a soil and a cocoa grower. Don't sweat it if you're reading information on a forum about recharge with a soil grower. You can still take that information over to cocoa. Agreed. Agreed, right. man. Vote oh, if you want. If you want, don't forget to remind the people, realgrowers.com forward slash samples, right? That's where you can kick samples over to your grow store. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's really what realgrowth.com slash samples. Yeah, I'll send uh, uh, what I sent three for you and three for them. Everybody checks them out and hopefully you talk us up and, and give us a little introduction. It's a great product. That's what 30 gallons worth. What each one does five gals. Each one makes five gals. So the the, the idea is that, uh, that that they get to try it too because it's just one of those things. And once you try it, you're like, holy shit, this works. There's definitely something there. And then once you understand that it's the bacteria that are acting as a buffer and it's something that's done in healthy soils all the time, you're like, all right, I get it, man. I get it. If it doesn't work, just call Scotty. I think the number's on there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Within, me, you got to wait two days, though. Two days. <laughs> right. You're welcome to call me. If it doesn't work, man, we got to figure something out because there, there's something wrong, man. When you dump that many bacteria uh, and, and w with all the other things I've got on there, with the, with the quality of kelp and all that, uh, man, you should see a reaction. You should absolutely see a reaction. If not, uh, I mean, unless your plants are absolutely perfect. You know, sometimes there's just obsessive, compulsive people that have absolutely perfect plants and they're like, hey, no different. I'm like, well, your plants kind of were perfect before, man. Can't make them any better. <laughs> this is yeah, there that's a smaller percentage i hear you where you put new things on and nothing changes at all because they're maxed all right let's see here we'll get into it man we got two more here let's hit up uh things went bad okay uh-oh things went oh wow. By Wesley Pipes, no-till. Oh, man. Oh, I love that. That's Wesley why I'm scared Pipes. about no-till, man. You know, suddenly things go bad and I don't know how to fix it. Well, no, I mean, this is, this one was pretty obvious. We found out what it was pretty easily. All right, help me out. Yeah, this was kind of also just advice and just, just a story to share. So it goes, hey, guys, have you ever had a pot or a bed go anaerobic? So break real quick. What is can you, what's anaerobic mean? It smells uh, like poop. No, it's with, it, it, <laughs> with the lack of oxygen. There's no oxygen. Aerobic means oxygen. Anaerobic, lack of oxygen. Okay. Right? Sane, that, it means you're good. Unsane means no good, right? No, sorry. That's the big guy with the best tattoo I've ever seen. There was this guy back in the day, and he had a tattoo that said unsane. Like he must have gone to get a tattoo that said insane, like all across his, his stomach. He was going to be Mr. Badass, but it said unsane. Come on. No, I like nothing. It. No, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I had narrating on here. I had three beds that went south on me. I have a plastic liner they sit in. Dun, dun, dun. So I didn't have the blue mots tuned in and they filled the pan with water and went anaerobic. Yep. The plants started to look shitty. I thought I was I thought it was from lowering the LED that same week and burning them with high lumen shock. So I didn't check the blue mats right away. I've done that, man. Like I let some uh, you know, you're pointing your finger at the wrong thing. Like when I had uh, what was it? Russet mites. Right. And I couldn't I was like, dude, what? There must be a pH issue, man. And I spent a few days calibrating my pen and fiddling around while they're just partying. <clears throat> but anyway, um and blue mats if you guys don't know is a uh, irrigation system that works with either gravity or a pump. Pretty slick, pretty slick system. I haven't ever ran, but I'm always curious to check it out. Yeah, what's but, it use like water surface tension <laughs> on like a uh, on ceramic? I think pull, something it pulls like that. Pulls on a membrane that opens and lets water out <clears throat> when the bottom ceramic thing starts to dry out. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting concept, but they are a little it's tough German to dial made in, too, man. man. So money, I mean, that's all. I'm, it's German. I find them to be a little complicated. I find that you can go take drippers and put a drip line out and spend what fit for a 50 foot of drip line. It costs you, you know, 30 bucks or something <laughs> like that. You go buy, you know, just drippers and just cut them, you know, 20 foot of drip line and just do it yourself, man. And run, run the a pump for a minute or two at a time and you get the same result. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, Blue Mots are a little bit different. They're they're going to try and maintain the exact same level right. of moisture once you yeah. set them right. in the soil all the time, mm -hmm. where when you're watering in with drippers, you're still watering all yeah, like a couple times a day. Yeah, and you have to be on point with that, where the Blue Mots are trying to 
do it themselves. What I'm saying yeah. is I don't find it very difficult to dial that in. It's you know, especially with these medias that are somewhat forgiving. You go one, you know, one time, one minute, and then you come back. Oh no, I need two minutes at a time. Every every four hours, I give it two minutes. You know, no, I need it three minutes every four. You know, it's really not that difficult to dial yeah, it in. Six or one or two of the other, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking you know, he just said just six to of one or two of the other is what he said there's, to me, man. <laughs> there's a lot of ways to irrigate man for sure blue mods is trying to be simple but the way you're saying scotty can be perfected if you have nice equipment such as a cycle stat the cycle stat's going to give you that that option of irrigation hey i want it on for five seconds yeah. every you know tw- 15 minutes because when we're trying to get the like guru is pointing to the ultra peak performance out of cocoa you find those people that water three to four times a day just to have everything at optimum not sure. dry not super wet not dry and that's the, the that they try to do for you without having a pump involved and do we want a slight moisture variation or do we want even i moisture? like it i mean I, shit i like it yeah i find that there's a little growth spurt when i let them dry out a little bit it's debatable I, I mean, it's I, I'm saying That's why we do the is. show, guru. <laughs> <laughs> it's called job security. I'm trying brother. to mimic Mother Nature. And it, I only like I say, and sometimes parts of the grow towards the latter part of flower. Right. I feel if they're put through a drought stress that the flowers resin up a little more. And I think they're doing that to protect the, the, the flowers. And I could that could just be me making myself feel happy. Yeah. About trying to be nature. But I, I don't give a get shit. The same, I do. same feeling. It might be a feeling might be psychosomatic, but I've gotten okay. that feeling before, man. Yeah. A little stress. Right. at the end anyway i'll move on he says this room is now in week five limping along i did manage to get the beds back on track by top dressing now this is where i would have no clue with raw oat ground oats bokashi and biolive well biolive's a pre-made like fertilizer type mix and right. he goes i'm i was looking for trichoderma um um there you go recharge, recharge. Baby. there you go uh to eat the anaerobic bacteria and the Bakashi lives anaerobic and aerobic and anaerobic. But anyway, his point was it's getting a bit too late for this crop, um, but he's going to run through with it. And people in the comments are like, make sure, of course, even if you're doing a no-till bed, you want drainage, no? He had a plastic liner down there. I'm thinking, I thought any situation you want options for. Yeah, you need like, drainage unless you're doing hempy. And I don't even understand the physics behind that. Hempy is one of those things where it doesn't <laughs> make sense, but it works. You have no drainage and you have it sitting in two inches of perlite and somehow it works, man. Yeah, I would always have some type of drainage. I mean, no till out in nature, the drainage is just the earth. But anyway, keep that in mind. And thanks for chiming in. And uh, good luck on your next no till grow. Absolutely. All right, before the grow talk continues, man, if you want to smell the essence of the earth in your grow room, <laughs> you, <laughs> you can check out snails. Check out some Lambert Pete, man. I just, like I said, I was excited. I transplanted the other day. Um, I forgot I hadn't used Pete in a while. Just, I do, brought back, brought me back back some memories um and definitely man shout out to them supporting the current grow are going to be kicking it in there with the scroopy scrooper noopers i think it's scrooper noopers <laughs> and uh yeah definitely uh stoked to see them hanging out they're gonna be hanging out as well coming up i believe with the uh indo expo so they got a great pete uh check out lamberpete.com and also pretty much available nationwide guys and it's it, you know in and out of your grow store also i think they're also in some of the big boxes if you don't have the option of a hydro store uh keep an eye out there as well yeah some of the big guys that are really cool uh, getting in this industry the right way supporting you know supporting us man so i like it all right one more Very cool. talk thank here. you lambert pete okay i bought into it by vagabond <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so I'm a nectar grower for about four years now. Uh-huh. Nectar, nectar, uh, nectar for the gods right. or from the gods. Organs only, I say. Yes, I'm always sir. on the lookout for something new. So I bought into it, dude. And Scotty picked up the canna Coco A and B. Whoa, that's a, a big of, departure, man. Holy shit! <clears throat> have a couple of cocoa bricks. Now, what's this? What should I grow in? A nursery bucket, a smart pot, a hempy bucket, pH the cocoa, add some worms. Never used cocoa before, so set me up for success. My height is a little limited, so I'm kind of a little shy of a five-gallon pail. Did you see rocks? This is missing you guys on vacation. Huh. We've been here, you know, holidays on and off a little bit, but we're here. We're here. Uh, I don't think we took so, any holidays off, did we, man? Just just when a guru was near death, and we told him <laughs> to stay home for a day. <clears throat> The first thing I look at here is I don't know what kind of cocoa you got. You know, so we're getting way better with uh, where we're 
across the board with cocos. You know, I'm gonna tell you to get some can of cocoa. You can if you're if you're running their nutrients, and it just starts to eliminate any guesswork and what your problems might be. Um, but be you know be kind of weary of some cocoa bricks if you just pick them up off Amazon that are super cheap or something. Um, and because what can happen is it can have too much salt content. It can be hot. It cannot be buffered properly, and you can have issues right off the bat. Just think about what it is. Uh, I know it looks be- like a brick product, but it's coconuts. So you think about where they're getting these coconuts from, and are they washing them? I'm sure. What, what do you think coconuts grow you know, near the beach? So what do you think they soak them in and wash them in is salt water? You know, do they have access to fresh water to, to, to soak them and get all those salts out? And if not, are you getting a super salty product? You know, it's kind of just trace it back to the, the origin of the product. It makes sense. So as far as what he should grow in, man, that's growers, growers preference. As far as Scotty's going to say, dude, I like hemp buckets. You like sub irrigation. Um, if you're doing something as- real, if you want something really easy, just to be like, holy shit, cocoa is pretty amazing. What's really neat about cocoa is the the CEC, the the way it's able to to, to wick up uh, nutrients. And uh, do I have that right? Am I saying that right, Guru? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I in exchange for people that aren't as smart as Scotty. No, nah, something that I'm just. These are all concepts that I'm trying to get into. <laughs> I ask Guru to explain them to me after, after after we record. But it, it, it has this amazing wicking ability, where if you put a, a hempy bucket if you don't know, is a really simple way to grow. You take a five-gallon bucket, you take like a knife or something like that, and you poke a hole in it two inches up, hole big enough so that perlite won't come out, maybe a quarter inch. And then you just put a, a two inches of perlite on the bottom, so it's a little layer of perlite on the bottom, and then just the rest is cocoa core. And I can, I'll mix in up to 15% good quality uh, earthworm castings in that cocoa core. And then I just use simple Dutch nutrients, like an A and a B nutrient. And, uh, you know, kind of A and B was a was always my vibe and uh, with some recharge I would do once a week recharge at a little heavy dose because I had it around so I would, you know I'd weigh it a little bit heavy and uh, man I had such great results always super healthy plants and I didn't have to do anything to them they were like automatically watered I actually put an auto feeding system so I would just let the uh, bottom two inches never run out so there's just I mean, always water in the bottom if you don't, two yeah for irrigation I would say if you if I have them on, I still have them on hand so it's hard for me not just to use my freaking nursery pots I just transplanted into five gallons nursery pots that were probably made in 1996 and like so i do like i hate plastic but i do like how i keep reusing those over and over and over and over and over again but huge advantage so. of the hempies if you water them from if you do a bottom feeding system uh you know like uh i would attach like a little hose you can attach a hose and just um Keep the keep them watered from the bottom. The coolest thing about it is the tops never get uh, wet, so you don't have fungus gnat problems. You know, I always talk to people that have fungus gnat problems. I'm always like, no, I don't have that because the top inch of my soil is is dry, totally dry. My fungus gnats are beneficial. Please, <laughs> lying to yourself. They make my plants stronger. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, it's you have that protein, harvest where the person man. had a lot of bug problems. What's that? It's extra protein for you, man. That's all it is. <laughs> you see some harvests pulled off that are like, damn, what, after all those spider mite problems, you got, oh, damn. Like, I feel like they, they brought on the stress that made the flowers better. It's police, weird. Anyways, police. Beneficial we'll spider that, mites. Man. Dude's new product. Put them on at week six of flowering. Nice. <laughs> all right. So that's about it, man. We're going to wrap it up. Put it in the bag. Uh, guys, go over to dogrows.com. Hang out. Uh, check out the auction over on eBay. Uh, make sure you bid in increments more than 25 cent. Actually, no, keep it real. You guys, I appreciate you uh, going over there and hanging out. And uh, other than that, well, I don't know. Is that about it, Scotty? Ready to do some shout outs? Absolutely, man. Let's put it in the bag. It's time for me to go get stoned, brother. <laughs> Rascal Farmer, as well as Jason Niz. All right. Irie, come on, man. Help me, brother. Irie, never see. And Scooby Dooby. Vesia. Irene, Irene Vesia. All right. That's yeah. what I'm going with. Deal. She didn't know I was going to read her first and last name on the show, did she? Beaster CIC and Marine Adum. All right. Okay. How about Bud OG and No Till Fairy Garden? That's you, dude. Uh, cheers. <laughs> True Bush Doctor and Snot Bubbles. <laughs> Don't forget about one of my favorites, man. Fish Ganja Guy, Super Lemonade. <laughs> Be patient. What's up? See you soon. Grind time. And terroir. Very I would have bro. said that right. I'd have been like, tear way. Tear way. Peace out, guys. Thank you, Reason, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. 
Get weed. I ain't done nothing wrong. 